This podcast contains adult themes and mature content. Listener discretion is advised. Hey, besties. How are y'all doing? Hello. So... Just want to give you a little welcome back to the Ick Patrol. My name is Adam, and we have the lovely Cherish. And today we're going to be discussing something that I think me and Cherish have asked ourselves at least once or twice in our lives. <laughs> and I think most people have asked themselves at least once. I'm only asking, am I the asshole or asshole? Mm. Yes, that is the question. So you might have noticed if you're on TikTok or if you're a fan of podcasts that there's a trend from Reddit where people ask, am I the arsehole? Or the subreddit is, am I the asshole? Sorry. I'm going to stick to arsehole. I'm British. That's how we say it here. <laughs> um, but just to give a little bit of context, am I the arsehole is a subreddit. So if you're not familiar with how the website Reddit works, there are different what are known as subreddits, which are basically pages um, where people can discuss various topics within a overarching theme. So you might have r slash cats, r slash football, and in those subreddits, you'll share pictures of cats, discuss football, um, and there is one where people ask if they are the arsehole in a situation or not. So the subreddit was created in 2013 by photographer and dog rescuer Mark Bullock to determine if he had been inappropriately mansplaining in a debate with female co-workers about the temperature in the office. The subreddit gained popularity in 2018 and by July 2019 it had a million members, which it dubs potential arseholes. Um, since then, it's grown even bigger Um the thread now is one of the most popular on Reddit, and I believe it has somewhere between, yeah, it has 4.5 million members. So they're basically people who've decided to join the subreddit, but you don't have to be a member to go in there and comment things. Um, and it's got extra popular because now it's quite common that people will share posts from the subreddit on TikTok. So... We've all been there. It's one in the morning. You can't sleep. You're scrolling through TikTok and you see a video of someone playing like Subway Surfer or like one of those shitty mobile games. And while they're doing that, there's a voiceover reading an Am I the Arsehole story. And the interesting thing about Am I the Arsehole really is that it's one of the places online where you can really open yourself up to the court of public opinion. And before we dive any further and actually read some posts from the subreddit and give our own opinions just gonna have a quick shout out to the two hot takes podcast which i don't know if they were the first podcast to popularize reviewing am i the arsehole stories but they're definitely the most well known um and i'm a big fan of that podcast check it out if you enjoyed what you hear today and you want to have a podcast that's just dedicated to this but without further ado i've just talked at you all for about five minutes thank <laughs> you for coming to my ted talk on arseholes Thank you, Adam. Yeah, I, these are so much fun to like, I, I'm kind of a nosy person. And so I like to weigh in on people's like, personal lives and their personal um, problems and be like, what would I do? Or like, is this person 
the asshole? Are they fucking up or are they completely warranted in their reactions? I think it's kind of fun to do that. Oh, absolutely. I love these posts and I'm not a massive person on Reddit. I do have an account, um, but I'm usually only spending like half an hour to an hour on Reddit a day. Um, and that's like on a good day. Um, it's not like TikTok where I can scroll for hours and hours or Twitter where I can scroll for hours and hours. I just, I dip in, have a little mooch and then I dip out. But the Am I the Arsehole posts, they really do get me like hooked in. And I think it's because everyone thinks that they're right. I know that mm-hmm. I'm right all the time. And some of the stories on Am I the Arsehole are just insane. Like they're yeah. absolutely crazy. And just to give a little bit of extra info to the audience, we're going to be reading some stories and the lingo is you're the arsehole, so YTA, not the arsehole, NTA, everyone sucks here, ESH, and no arseholes here, NAH. That's how people declare like the verdict, let's say, for these posts. Usually they go one way or the other between not the arsehole, the arsehole, but you do get the odd one where no one is the arsehole or everyone's a piece of shit. Yeah, exactly. There are some really wild stories. I was trying to look for them. I was like wading through these stories and I couldn't find any ones that were as fucking insane as the ones that I've seen on TikTok, but maybe you've had more luck. I so when I was looking, I went by like top posts. You can mm. filter Reddit threads um, and subreddits by like like most controversial top posts of the, all time, the month, year, day, whatever, hot posts, that sort of stuff. So that's what I did to try and find some good ones. But I only really skim read them. So these are even gonna be a bit of a mystery to me, the ones that I'm reading. Yeah, same. Well, you cherish. Do you want to share your first story that you found for us? Sure. Okay, so... Huh? So, buckle up, buttercups. (laughs) Okay, this one says, Am I the asshole for wanting to cancel my boyfriend's surprise party? My boyfriend's party is coming up, and I planned a surprise party for him at my place. But today I felt disrespected once again. Long story short, we almost broke up like two months ago, and I told him he needed to start validating my feelings more, etc. And then things got better after that until tonight. We got into an argument after he asked me if I cared if he used a dirty pan we had, we had used that morning to bake chicken on. I said I do care and to wash it since I had been cleaning nonstop and he hasn't lifted a finger in two days. And I don't feel comfortable using a dirty pan to bake something. It had been used to cook hash browns and it was super greasy. Anyway, he said, well, I'm going to rinse it then. And I said, please use soap. And he said, oh my God, what's the point? And I said, because then you're going to wipe it with my clean dish towel and oil doesn't come off with just water. Like, why do you want, like, why would you ask me if you're just going to do what you want anyway to piss me off? And he just smiled and continued washing the pan with hand soap, apparently, and half-assedly. Then I asked him, did you use the dishwashing soap? And he said, oh my God, I'm done with you. He eventually had to leave, so he slammed the door. I went up and locked it. Then he came back unlock my door and threw my spare house keys on the ground he doesn't live with me and he had used my keys to walk the dog and then he slammed the door again i felt so angry and disrespected he threw my keys on the ground expecting me to pick it pick it up now i see red and i want to cancel his party that he doesn't know about am i the asshole not 
even a little bit, in my opinion. No, like, I I get that some people might be like, oh, it's just a little, like, tiff that you guys had or whatever. But, I mean, she did say, like, two months ago, they almost broke up because he needs to start, like, treating her better, validating her feelings and whatever. And it just seems like he's acting like her child or something, like, yeah, forcing her it, to it nag him. incompetence big time. Exactly. And I he think- asked... Like, yeah, should I wash it? She was like, yes, please. Yeah. And that's like what I was about to say. Like, he he didn't do anything for like two days straight around the house. And assuming like they don't live together, but assuming he's been there for those two days, um, because like no why else would it be that big of an issue? But he's been there that time, he's not doing anything around the house, and then she's Make, she gave him very clear instructions, which, first of all, you shouldn't need clear instructions on how to clean. I know yeah. that OP didn't mention, like, the um, the names of the ages even. Oh, by the by, guys, OP just means original poster. It's the person who wrote the I'm in the Asshole thread. Um, she didn't mention the names, but I'm assuming that if they live, um, she has her own place. They're obviously adults. Um, he should know how to do things like that already. Mm-hmm. But the thing that really clinched it for me is she said he needs to respect my feelings more, and then he blows from the face and he slams the door. I think she said I counted three times a door was slammed in that post. Yeah, that's childish. That's honestly it's quite aggressive to do. Um, especially like I know that it's a shitty thing for anyone to do, but I think in a straight relationship when men slam doors, it's such an aggressive act that it can make you feel really unsafe. And maybe I'm just reading too much not having privileges. Like, I don't know if I'm thinking too much into it, but she is saying that she's feeling really disrespected and he's acting like a child. In that sort of dynamic, if he wants to act like a child, he should get punished like a child. And that means he has things, um, privileges taken away from him, like something nice, like a surprise party. Mm-hmm. Honestly, she should break up with him. I think that that's probably what people in the comments would have been saying, but not the asshole at all. No, I don't think so either. Also, like, if she's been planning this surprise party for him that he doesn't know about, like, that makes it even better. Just cancel it and he'll never know. <laughs> yeah, literally. Like, he doesn't deserve that. No, not at all. And this kind of brings up a really common theme that I find with a lot of these posts. When women write the posts a lot more of the time it's like the partner has been an arsehole and they feel bad about pushing back on bad behavior Mm -hmm. and that's exactly what op is doing here she's just setting a boundary because his behavior is bad yeah exactly yeah i honestly i think that she should just leave him i mean that's something that gets thrown around on these like posts and like when they get on TikTok and stuff like that, they get it gets run on a lot. But me and Jared have both been in relationships where we've been disrespected in ways similar to the girl who wrote this, and it's not worth staying. Just get out of there, honey. It sounds like their relationship is going that way anyway. I mean, like she even said they almost broke up once. And imagine, like, if he if that like caused him to be so upset, like imagine living with him. Yeah, and. That's we're living with him. That's just going to get worse and worse because he's not going to do anything when you ask him to do something. He's going to half ass it, and 
it's just going to cause more stress for you because this is what weaponized incompetence is. Men do shit poorly and they say, oh, no one told me how to clean a dish. Mm-hmm. As if we were all whisked away to finish school in the middle of the night to learn how to do dishes and laundry and all that crap. Yeah. But they do it because they know they do a bad job of it. It's more frustrating for you to have a dirty dish in your cupboard than it is ultimately to go and just clean the dish properly. And it's bullshit, but they that's what a lot of them do. Exactly. Not the asshole. Was there a consensus on that one? Uh, no, there wasn't. That one hasn't been decided yet. Oh, uh, yeah. So, so when the posts have been up for a fair amount of time, guys, they um like they get a little flirt saying like whether the person was the arsehole or not. Um, so you can like see what the verdict was. But obviously that one had not had one yet. But I predict that the populace will agree with me and cherish that this person was not the arsehole. Yes. So I'm going to dive into my first one. Please do. Am I the arsehole for telling my stepson that them's the breaks? My daughter can go to college, but he can't. My 49 female daughter, Katie, 17, is graduating high school this spring and was just accepted to her first college last week. I share Katie with her father, my ex-husband, Will, 52 male, but have been married to my husband, Brian, 49 male, for about six years. Brian has a son, Nick, 16, who is a junior at the same school as Katie. Brian has full custody of Nick while I share custody of Katie. Will and I divorced fairly amicably when Katie was young and have grown into strong co-parents. Will's family comes from substantial money, so as part of the divorce, we agreed that he would be responsible for the tuition and dorm bill for Katie's college, and I would pay for the other miscellaneous living expenses. I've saved enough to pay for these expenses, but I know if something were to happen to my savings, Will and his family would be able to foot the entire bill for Katie's living expenses without any changes to his lifestyle. Will and I decided to sit Katie down and show her the whole picture of what college costs and what we will pay for. Brian thought it would be a good idea to have a similar conversation with Nick, even though he is only a junior. Unfortunately, the financial situation for Nick differs. Since his mother is not in the picture, it has been on Brian to save for Nick's college. Brian was able to save, and I have also contributed a bit, and he has about enough saved for a full associate's degree or half bachelor's degree in an in-state public school without living expenses. We didn't openly discuss the specifics of the different finances with each child, but did broadly say that they had different opportunities due to different situations outside of their control. Nick has since surmised that his situation is very different from Katie's and his choices will be much more impacted by finances than hers. Nick came to Brian and I very upset over the weekend. He said that I wasn't fa- it wasn't fair for Katie um, to get to go anywhere she wanted and he specifically was upset that Katie would not have to pay for her own room and board. He then asked that if Katie gets into a school with scholarships if he could have the difference in tuition for his college or he said that I should contribute the savings I had for Katie to his fund and try to make it more fair since Will could make up the difference easily. I kindly told him that no, I wouldn't do that and I'm really sorry for um, that the situation that I'm really fr- sorry that the situation, full stop, that's poor English, sorry. Um, then I told him that, unfortunately, sometimes them's the breaks in life and that we will do our best to make sure that whatever college he decides to go to, that he can make the most of the opportunity he has, even with loans. Nick was obviously upset at this and Brian thinks that my response to him asking made me a bit of an asshole, even though I shouldn't have had to change any of the agreement. I feel like I'm going crazy, but am I the asshole? Hmm... 
that's a tricky that's a one. one. Yeah, that's really shitty to have two kids under the same roof and they're receiving different treatment. Like, I get that one of them is her child and one of them isn't, right? Yeah. But so I she wonder... has custody jointly with her ex-husband of the daughter and her new husband has sole custody of who would be her stepson. So she's not even legally his parent, it seems. Oh, okay. This is very confusing. <laughs> um, okay. What do you I think about this? Um, I actually feel that like this is kind of one where I'd say there's n- no one's really the asshole. Yeah. It's tricky because I can get every point of view in this story. I think that just saying them's the breaks and that's that is a bit of an asshole thing to do because, you know, he's 16 years old and at that age, he doesn't, he won't really be able to sort of maybe fully understand the nuance that goes into a situation like this because it's not the original poster who has the money in question. If, if she had this amount of money and she could, you know, flip the bill for both kids, then she would be the asshole for not giving it to him, I would say. Mm-hmm. Because one has funding from a parent that's not in this household. It makes it more difficult. Yeah. Edit, which I could read, if that maybe gives us a bit more of an insight. Sure. Um, Edit. I condensed this post to character limits, but wanted to add a bit about the actual conversation. This was a follow-up conversation to the long one my husband had with him about how much money we were able to contribute to college. So we already knew the specifics of what we had saved for him. And trying to be as objective as possible, our follow-up was a conversation that was over 10 minutes long. Most of it was saying that we were sorry about how the situation impacts him, that it's really difficult seeing people close to you get opportunities you can't have. I did not default to them's the breaks then, but then, yes, I did say those exact words. I must be older than I thought. After Nick got increasingly angry and frustrated, I didn't intend to be callous, but I love Nick and I will apologise for being unkind and make sure to repeat things Brian told him about the fund in the first place. There are so many options for you and we're excited to support you to make whatever future you want happen for you. I think that that's... um, I don't really think that adds too much more to this situation. I think that the way that she said it, like I said, it is kind of an arsehole thing to say. Yeah. Like, well, sucks to suck, I guess. Exactly. Like, if she's asking if she's the asshole for the way she said it, then I would say yes. Um, the like, title of the post, let me just remind myself, am I the arsehole for telling my stepson that them's the breaks? My daughter can go to college, but he can't. Um, If we're going purely off that prompt, then I would say yes. Yeah, I would too. I think... In this situation, like, it's really tricky, but it's technically fair. Um, But for her to say that to a 16-year-old was not wise and not nice. No, and the fact that she's a stepmother as well, um, he might already have insecurities about the relationship. Mm -hmm. Um, Given that they said in the post that his mother isn't in the picture, I'm not going to assume why but he might have attachment issues with maternal figures in the first place. And then something like that on top of the situation could make a perception of their relationship worse. Yeah. But at the same time, I mean, I don't, obviously you're American. I'm not. So I don't, I don't know the ins and outs of how it works, but like they mentioned that he would be able to go to a place in state, 
which I know is cheaper if you're from the same state as the university is. Um, and I mean, obviously in the UK, we have student finance. Everyone kind of applies to that unless you're really lucky and quite wealthy where you can just pay out of pocket, which very few people do. Um, I know that in America, the, there are student loans and things like that. So, you know, there are options where you can go somewhere and the scholarships and stuff like that. Um, which obviously it sucks that you would have to look into those options when his stepsister doesn't really have to, but to use OP's words, them's the breaks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's it, actually it does what suck. Boris Johnson said in his resignation speech when he resigned as prime minister, them's the breaks. Which, he said that? Yeah. It was, I mean, it was a bit of a weird time to be alive this year in the UK. Yeah. <laughs> we've had three prime ministers in a year. <laughs> but um, yeah, that's what he said. He said, them's the breaks and I'm fucking off. And then Liz Truss came in for about a week. Yeah, holy shit. She came in, the Queen died, she fucked off. Yeah, a bit tumultuous. But yeah, I'd say that um, the way that she spoke, you're the asshole. the situation in general, um, no one really is the asshole in the situation other than circumstance itself. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Yeah, I mean, like, how would you re- how would you deal with that if it was you in that situation as a like a parent? Ooh, that's tough. Like, if I was the stepmom and I had no custody over him and everything, I mean, like, you're still gonna care about him even though you're divorced from his dad or whatever, correct? No, so she's married to his dad. Oh, oh, I would definitely, I would definitely say like this is between me and your dad and trying to figure out finances with you but for her finances your stepsister's finances it's between me and her dad so you're gonna have totally different circumstances and it's gonna seem really unfair but that's just the reality like her dad has more money than than your dad yeah i mean that's basically what she said that honestly that's probably what i would do too I would, I mean, hopefully I'm never in this situation because it means I have children, which already means something's gone seriously wrong for me. Um, But if I land in a situation like this, I would probably do quite a lot of homework on how I could try and even the playing field as much as I can. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think that, I think some people in the comments were suggesting like, well, why don't you do what he says? And then all the money that you save for your daughter pull into his fund and then it evens things out a little bit. But I don't really think I would do that because it's, I don't think it's really fair to the daughter then. And then also to the ex-husband to expect that, well, you can pay it, so you should pay it. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think I would um, really look into like, okay, well, what scholarships can he go for? Um, you know, if he if he has to go to a college in state, let's make sure it's the best one he can get to. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's some colleges in state which I'm sure are great. I mean, but you went to an in state college and yeah. you went to a great university. Um, you know, so it's like it's not like in states a curse, which I don't know if it's perceived that way by some people in the states. I guess maybe it depends on the state. Yeah, I guess so. I wonder where they're from. Like, I know there's a lot of people who like want to go out of state just because they want to leave. Like they want to see something else. They want to live somewhere else. And that's one thing. But like if your state legitimately doesn't have any good universities, that would suck. But I highly doubt that's the case. There's a lot of like small, like good universities around. 
Yeah, and I mean, I don't know if this is true, but maybe the course he wants to do would impact the cost as well. Like there are more expensive and less expensive degrees to study. Yeah, there's more expensive. Like some degrees have a lot of textbooks. Like yeah. if he's doing anything science related. And they said like he has enough, he would have enough money for an associate's, which is two years or half a bachelor's, which is two years. But none of that is covering living expenses. That's just tuition. So it sounds like they should have had this conversation a long time ago or should have been saving for him a long time ago. Yeah, I mean, let me just see if she says... um, Yeah, they've been married for six years, her and the new husband. So he would have been 10 years old when they got married. Um, And obviously, she would have been aware of the situation with her daughter. Um obviously before they got married because it's with her ex-husband so they've had six years to save yeah so they're really putting it all on him which is really sad yeah not great i mean the consensus here is that she's the arsehole Mm -hmm. um the top comment is i would say a soft you're the arsehole for being so flippant about it your son is upset because he's staring in the barrel of a hole of student debt shotgun you could have emphasized and sympathized with him and instead decided to take the heartless route. The world is cold enough. Kids don't need the same attitude from their parents. I'd agree yeah, with that. I would agree with that. I think that um I think what she said was out of frustration more than like any sort of aim to be callous. Yeah. Um, but you know, things that you say flippantly can still really hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just looking to see if there's any more like comments that are um worth bringing up here but um for the most part um yeah most people are sort of agreeing with us like yeah she's the arsehole soft arsehole um she's obviously moisturized it um <laughs> oh here's one actually um and this one has some awards as well which i don't really understand what reddit awards do but like you can get them apparently people can, like give you like prizes on good comments hmm. um no, not the arsehole. Short story. When I was in high school, mom saw me reading the 500 best universities for whatever book that came out each year in the 90s. She sat me down and told me to point blank and told me point blank that neither she nor my dad could be paying for college. I came from a poor blue collar family. I won't go into the rest, but that conversation needed to happen. I wouldn't be where I am now without that reality check. Nick needed that now. Nick is the son, just to remind. Um, at about the same age I was. You laid out what you can and can't pay for. Kate's situation is really none of his business. Hopefully it will spur him on to get his grades and ACT slash SAT scores up so he can get a scholarship and more choices. Edit. Them to breaks is not assholeish. Direct and blunt, but not assholeish. See, like, I can kind of see where that person's coming from as well, that it is a really tricky one. I didn't read this story. I just read the headline mm-hmm. um, when I picked it, but it's actually a really interesting one because it's just... <clears throat> It's so ambiguous. Yeah, I agree. It's a really tricky one. Yeah, I mean, without risk of going into this, like, for the rest of the podcast, I think we should just move on to the next one that you have. Because mm-hmm. there's so many angles you can approach this situation at and so many things you could end up going into a tangent on. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Okay, so the title of this one is called Am I the asshole for giving my mom a hard time for having other plans on my daughter's birthday? Her only grandchild. <clears throat> okay. 
My daughter turns five on Friday. My mom tells me today that there's a retirement party she's going to on Friday and asks what our plans are for the birthday. I immediately, I'm immediately annoyed by just being asked this because every year on my daughter's birthday, we have had my parents over. Clearly, they're going to be involved, and with it being a Friday too, kind of a no-brainer. I'm going to be asking them, asking them over. Generally, in my family, things like birthday plans are last-minute, come-on-over type of thing. So the obvious answer my mom knows is that there are no exact plans of what time we're doing things, but that will be work that bleh. but that will we will be asking them to come over at some point when I'm out of work. I guess my expectation was that on the birthday of her only grandchild, her calendar would be clear and I wouldn't be competing with any other social events. After asking more questions, she tells me that it's for her brother-in-law, my uncle, and the husband of the sister she hangs out with the most. I don't know why I'm just being told this now, as I feel like retirement parties are planned pretty well in advance, and my mother claims she didn't forget my daughter, daughter's birthday either. Sorry, I have to clear my throat. Mm. Mom, 59, and I, 30 male, exchange a few texts, and I throw some shade in my texts. And she tells me I'm being unkind because she didn't think it would be a problem to attend both my daughter's birthday and my uncle's retirement party, as she was just asking what the plan was so that she could do both. I guess I find the idea that she needs to do both pretty selfish and unreasonable. I understand an adult retirement party is probably more fun as an adult to attend than a kid's birthday, but my daughter thinks the world of her grandmother and loves her dearly. My mom tells me I'm trying to start a fight and I'm being unkind for guilting her over this. I think my mom is being immature and selfish for expecting me to understand, to be understanding of her dilemma and only having two sets of plans on a birthday for her, again, only grandchild who's turning five. Am I the asshole? And there is an update. Um, before we go into the update, you are the asshole. You are a big, stinky asshole. Yeah, what the fuck? Like, I'm not going to tell you what time it is. You should just have your whole day clear. Look, there are no set plans at all, but you have to have the entire day free. Yeah. And even if you don't, you're a piece of shit, mum. So mean. I I would be it's like ridiculous. I know. And obviously the the daughter loves her grandma. Just like tell her to come over after the retirement party or like at at six or seven or whatever. Well it's like I assume the kid is quite young if she's not like doing anything formal of like friends or whatever. Um she's five. So she, Oh, oh, yeah, she's... Okay, she's a five-year-old. Like, not some bitchy, but she's not going to remember this birthday very much anyway, and she's not going to remember her grandmother wasn't there. But also, she's probably going to be in bed by, like, seven o'clock. Mm-hmm. Like, literally. And this retirement party, I imagine it's an evening thing. So what's the big deal if you say, oh, well, you've got this plan late in the evening, so why don't you come over at, like, five, have dinner with us, have a, like, I don't know, have a drink with us, like... Do the happy birthday cake thing, here's a present, five-year-old child, whatever person thing, um, and then go to your party. Like, it's not that big of a deal. You can do both. I know. I don't know what is, like, up this guy's ass, like, to make him be like, no, I'm not telling you. You should just skip that retirement party. <laughs> like, what? Yeah. And, like, <laughs> he's saying that she's selfish for wanting to go to the two things. If anything, like, the fact that she's trying to make it work between two occasions for people that she cares about. 
shows like the opposite. I mean, like, yeah, she might want to go to both, but like, she's still trying to make it work so that she can both go to her granddaughter's birthday and this retirement party. But again, it really isn't that big of a deal. Like, he is literally just picking a fight for nothing. I know. I think so too. That's why I was saying, like, what is his problem? Like, does he have some kind of resentment toward her over something else? Yeah. Like, do you want me to read the update? Yeah, give us the update. Okay. Update. I will say the way I wrote this probably made me sound like a much bigger asshole than I am. I did Uh text my mom back specifying verbatim that perhaps I was being an asshole and we will work around the birthday time. I will say that my mom and I have had a rocky history, which can make communication between us difficult. Seems like I'm being an asshole here, I guess. Really expected the scenario to be too too boring to get many responses from people. So thanks for the feedback. And the the consensus is that he's the asshole. Okay, so the rocky relationship doesn't surprise me. There um, you go. The fact that that's the case and she's still present in his daughter's life mm-hmm. um, is quite big, I think. Um, because I mean, when we see rocky re- relationship, we often like we always go to like, oh, the parent was shit. But if that's how he treats her, then I'm like led to believe that maybe that's shit. That's a doo doo of his own making. Yeah. I just, I mean, like, I'm glad that he could like, obviously see that, you know, he got, he obviously got the message that he was the arsehole. Mm-hmm. But there's just, there's so many things in that post that I was just like, oh, fuck off. Like, when he was saying, like, her only grandchild was like, do you want a fucking prize? Yeah, seriously. And this retirement party is for the grandma's brother-in-law. Like, it's not like it's just some random coworker, you know, like. It means something as well. Yeah, and honestly, even if it was completely like by the wayside, a plan that it had no sort of value or importance, really. Even if it's just like, oh, I was planning just meeting a friend for dinner that night, mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, she's still, you know, she, as much as yes, she's this child's grandmother. She's not the parent. Um, she doesn't live there, and no sort of formal plans were made that could inform what she was doing with her time. Yeah. Like, why would she even... Just... I think the reason I'm so heated about this one, like, because it has really annoyed me, is that it's just the entitlement about, like, oh, keep this whole day free, don't even think about making plans, but I'm not going to give you any plans to commit to. I'm just yes. going to say, come over at some point, which I hate when people do that anyway. Me too. I think that's why it bothers me as well. Like, I have had friends and I've had people, like, dates who are just like, yeah, at some point, like, we'll hang out. And it's like, okay, should I, like, wake up in the morning and, like, get, like, my makeup on and, like, clean the house or or what? And then we go the whole day with me just sitting around, not doing anything because... I think I have plans at some point and it's like a waste of my day. And then a lot of times it just falls through as well. Yeah. Like I want date. I want time. I want place. Mm. I want, I want an update. Um, I want confirmation of plans. I want the full shebang. And if you don't give me that, I've got to the point now because I've had a lot of like dates or like situation shit things with guys but it's like oh yeah like they they try and act super chill i'm like no commit to a time or i'm not doing i'm like i'm not giving you a day yeah 
because I've done that before where like the guy's like, oh yeah, sure, we'll hang around, we'll hang out on Saturday. And it gets like seven o'clock in the evening on Saturday and I'm like, okay, well, wh- where are you? It's been all day and you said you'd come over. Yeah. And you not up, so. And that's what, this gives me very much that energy and I don't appreciate that. So fuck no. you, Obi, you're the asshole. I agree, that's bullshit. Oh, absolutely bullshit. Shit to the bull. Your turn. Okay, so I have this is one that I haven't read, but it's actually a shorter one, but the title just made me laugh. Mm-hmm. Am I the arsehole for using flashcards to explain to my brother and his wife why they can't bring their rainbow baby to my wedding? My fiancé, female, and I, male, are getting married. We've decided wedding's going to be child-free. No hate towards children, just keep it more organised and contained. My brother, Chris, um, in air quotes, um, and his wife, F, um, Chris, male, and his wife, female, have a three-year-old son who everyone calls Miracle or Rainbow Baby. He came after several failed pregnancies that lasted for years. When they found out that my nephew was included in the no children rule, they tried to convince me to make an exception for him. Chris told me his son is a Miracle Baby and his presence at the wedding will bring blessings for me and my fiance. All right, weird flex. I refused and said no, the wedding is child-free, period. His wife kept sending my fiancé pics of my nephew when he was months old. What that mean, question mark, question mark. I told them no and stop. My brother told me this might cause a rift in our relationship. I again said no and explained that the wedding is child-free. He asked again and pointed out how his baby is different since he's a rainbow, a miracle baby. I said, sorry, this is cracking me up. (laughs) I said... Again, no, and I explained that the wedding is child-free. They brought it up when they visited at my home, and I knew they weren't going to stop. So I made flashcards in advance with the phrase, the wedding is child-free, period, and pulled them out and slowly started showing them flashcards one by one in this order. The wedding, with a sticker of a bride and groom. (laughs) His child, with a sticker of a baby. Free, with a sticker of a stop sign, period, with a huge black dot sticker. (laughs) They both were stunned. I asked if they get it now, and Chris had lost his shit. His wife wife had already grabbed his stuff and walked out. Chris called me an arsehole for doing this and said that I disrespected him, his wife, and their son, who's my one and only nephew. Not the rainbow baby. He rushed out after we argued. My fiancé saw the whole thing and thought it was funny, but my parents and Chris are livid beyond measure. They're telling everyone about the amount of disrespect Mogria had displayed towards them, and being told to fix it now. You are not the arsehole, and I want to shake your hand. That is iconic. <laughs> that is so petty. I also think that there's super weird vibes going on with the brother and his wife's, like, using their magical-powered baby as, like, oh. some kind of, like... I don't know. Like, they're like, his presence is going to bless your wedding. Like, how fucking weird is that? (laughs) He doesn't have magic powers. He just was like, you know, like, you know, it's great that he survived against the odds or whatever. But that's just so weird to use your baby like that. Yeah, like, it's it's very odd. Um, Yeah, that's just, I mean, it just, it, it was cracking me up reading it. Just like. The miracle, the rainbow baby. Um, I, I really don't. Um, I mean, like everyone who knows me knows this. I'm very like passionate about being child free. That's part of the reason why I saw this because I was like, right, I already know that I'm gonna probably agree 
mm-hmm. with the poster. Um, I didn't read the um the post, but um, <laughs> it um the fact that they were so persistent and like sending the text messages and like blessings at the wedding, all that sort of stuff. It's I think that people with children don't realize that people who are child free. A lot of time, it's not that they just haven't had children yet. It's that they don't actually want them at all. Mm. And also, if they know the wedding is child-free but wanting to make an exception, that kid is going to have no other kids to be around. They're going to be bored stiff because they're probably not. They're not going to be accommodated if it's an adult's wedding. Mm-hmm. You know. So why would you even want the kid there? I mean, if he is so special and so miracle and rainbow, then give him to somebody who's not going to the wedding. Let him sprinkle some pixie dust on them. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's just super weird to me that they're, I feel like they're going to use that for the rest of their kid's life. Like, to. That kid's going to grow up with such a fucking complex. Yeah. Oh my God. They're going to, like, tell him he's, like, God or Jesus or something when he's growing up. Oh my God. Yeah. And I mean, but, like, and I really don't think that they were, like, the arsehole for, like, conveying the message that they did because they said several times no it's a child-free wedding and i really i really don't blame them for going about it the way that they did either like it's funny and i think that sometimes you have to be with situations like this you have to be a bit rude with people yeah Um, i mean they were nice the first the first few times that they were asked yeah and Ultimately, it's their day it's their decision to make whether they want children there or they don't or anything like that and they've made that decision. That's perfectly okay. Um, so they were just responding to consistent rudeness with a little jib and a jibe, which I don't think is a problem. The yeah. um, the top comment, which is another one that's got like a few awards, they all these have like little red boxes around them. Um, says, "Well, I suppose you could have had used hand puppets instead, <laughs> <laughs> but flashcards seem to have got the message across." It makes me insane how some parents think their little bundle of joy should be allowed anywhere, anywhere, anytime, and that no never applies to them. It's pretty clear that they were going to run this horse right up the altar, not the arsehole. Yeah, I entirely agree with that. Everything about that. Um, you see constant... One of the common themes on like Reddit threads like this, like, I'm the arsehole, relationship advice, um, all this sort of these sort of Reddits, um, sub, all these subreddits even, that like are commonly put on like TikTok and in podcasts and whatever. A lot of the time there is like a lot of it is around fertility issues and a lot of it is around like children being places that children aren't really wanted. Mm-hmm. And I think that some people forget that when they ha- that they are so in love with a child and that's great. All children deserve that. But they kind of forget that just because their little bundle of joy is their little bundle of joy, that for other people that bundle of joy is just a bit of a headache. Yeah. Like, um, my sister and brother, well, he will be my brother-in-law officially. Um, I get married in September and I was just helping her um, draft the wedding invitations the other day. And they're having a child-free wedding. And I don't think they really know many people who would be going that have children anyway, but I think it's such a common thing these days as well. Um, that it's like, it's really not that unusual and I think for a lot of people, like they they aren't willing to make exceptions for like nieces and nephews, which like I think is totally fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's totally fair too. Like, 
I've thought about this myself because I have a huge family with lots of kids in it. Yeah. And like I, if like, I'm going to have a no, no children, no children under like 14 or something. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and if they can't find someone to take their kids for that day, then I guess they just can't come. And I'm sorry, but that's the rules on my day. And I think that they would all understand, honestly, my family. Yeah, it's, I think it's really, you know, it's, it's a plain and simple thing. Um, at the end of the day, it's, it's about the people getting married. Um, I know that traditionally and culturally weddings can be a lot about like the families involved and there's certain expectations. Um, but in Western culture, in our day and age, weddings are purely about the people getting married. And if you don't want kids there, that's that's normal. I mean, I think that whenever I get married, it's probably going to be quite a while in the future. Um, and my sister very well may have children by them. And I would probably have to debate whether I would want the children at the wedding. Um, but also I want traditional Hindu aspects of a wedding. I mean, I don't want a full traditional Hindu wedding because they take like days and days and days. But there are things that will be going on that are quite long and, you know, there might be a lot of noises and sounds that a child wouldn't really enjoy. And I don't want I don't want the memories of me in part of my wedding being a kid crying. So yeah, I mean, but maybe if the child is a blessed miracle rainbow baby that can bestow blessings upon me and the groom so that we'll <laughs> always have happy fun times and lots of rainbows and a pot of gold at the end of them, then maybe I would reconsider. But, you know, it's to be, it's to be seen whether anyone else can be as lucky as this person's brother and his wife to have a miracle rainbow baby. Exactly. <laughs> I feel like I personally would have done a little PowerPoint. You know how people do like PowerPoint nights on TikTok? Oh, yeah. Um, but that might have been a bit overkill because I'd have definitely wanted to like throw some pie charts up in there and like, mm-hmm. you know, you know how like people can do like the dating wrapped on TikTok? Yeah. Yeah, like reasons why no children will be at this wedding, including mm-hmm. Miracle Baby. No Miracle Babies allowed. <laughs> and then I feel like I'd probably end up like dragging the child, which would be a bit messy but you know what children should be dragged more regularly <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay so I go my little miracle rainbow bestie <laughs> do you want to give us your next one yes okay so this is called am i the asshole for refusing to go to my friend's church saying that i won't even enter the next incarnation what oh my god um i didn't pick this one but i nearly picked this one okay <laughs> so It says, I'm not a Christian or believe in any Christian beliefs, but I respect and avoid as much as possible going into places that I know have people who are blinded by religion. I've had this friend for a few months and she's a Christian. She goes to church every week, hangs out at church events, etc. I never had any problems with any Christian friends. They always understood my beliefs and respected them, but she said no. It's not that she's religiously intolerant or anything like that. She's annoying for always insisting that I go to her church or attend an event. I'm a pagan or something. Oh, I'm a pagan, something Christians abhor, including her. That's why she always follows me to these events, and I always politely decline. But this weekend, I had my limit. I received an invitation to have lunch at a restaurant, 
I went, but only to find out that it was a church and that a lunch was being held there for all the churchmates. And that, in fact, it was some commemorative date in the Christian. And I really got in a bad mood. What the hell? Sorry, this person is almost illiterate. <laughs> so I'm guessing <laughs> that, like, it was some date in the Christian calendar that they were celebrating yeah. in by a long term. Some commemorative date in the Christian calendar. And I really got in a bad mood. I called her to talk and she just said, oh, I knew you wouldn't come if I said it was in a church. And it pissed me off so much. I was already stressed from all this shit of her always pushing her religion behind my back, putting her beliefs on me and whatnot. So I just said, I would not go to your church or convert to Christian, even in my next incarnation. And left there before I got another minute near her. Apparently, she cried to some mutual friends of ours, all Christians. And half of them said how stupid I was to have spoken to her that way. And that she only wanted my good and the other half said that my attitude was understandable. I've been thinking that I could have spoken in a more polite and less aggressive way to her, but I don't know. So what is I the asshole or not? Um, You're the asshole for writing Pauling. Unless yeah. English is a second language, then I completely apologize for that comment. Um, But no, not the asshole to me. Um, I, I mean, it's funny you picked this one because I almost picked it for the same reason because recently me and Cherish were having a conversation about our experiences um, growing up in in and around Catholicism. Um, I, I think it's really frustrating because I've had, I've known people who are very devout Christians who have sort of conscious of the fact that I'm interested in religion. I practice a non-Christian faith and have wanted to sort of bring me into the fore and like save me or whatever. And I appreciate that they think they're doing the right thing, but they're really, well, it's offensive. It's rude. Yeah. It's just straight up disrespectful. And it makes you kind of question the whole friendship. Like, is this person just like trying to save me or they, or are they actually my friend? Do they respect my non-denomination or my being a pagan as much as I respect their being a Christian and why can't we just leave it at that? Why do they have to like covertly invite me to something that's at a church when they knew I wouldn't like that? Yeah. It's like, you've made it very clear that you're not interested. And you know what? If Jesus is your guy, great. I hope you and him have a wonderful relationship, but he's obviously not the guy for OP and that's okay. I think that, not to get too like deep for a minute, but I think that given the history of Christians interacting with non-Christian religions as well, I don't think a lot of Christians in this day and age who do this shit realize how problematic it is because in the past when the forefathers were doing this shit, it meant that people like the pagans or us Hindus were being murdered and raped and shipped off to different places around the world. Um, all in the the name of like Christianization and sort of Christian superiority. And then I doubt OP's friend, well, former friend, I guess at this point, is really thinking that way. But it still does like, if someone said to you, it's like, I love Shakira. Cherish, I don't know if you love Shakira or hate Shakira. I think you're quite neutral on the person. Mm-hmm. And I talk about Shakira a lot with Cherish because... I have a lot of interest in her. I really like her music. I think she's great. I could spend hours talking about the woman. 
But I would never say to Cherish, I'd never invite Cherish to a Shakira concert and not tell her <laughs> where she was going and then make her sit through a concert full of songs Cherish has never heard before while I'm just living my best life. And at the end being like, didn't you just love it? Aren't you a stan now? It's like yeah. the same thing, you know? Yeah. It's like, because my love of Shakira is, al- is almost, if not as intense as my love for my religion is. <laughs> yeah, or like... I would never take you like if you come when you come to visit I would never drive you somewhere and be like yeah we're going to eat at a fancy restaurant and then get out and reveal that it's actually a backpacking trip and we have to hike 10 miles uphill and camp out in the woods like it's just lying straight up lying to the person yeah, to get the, what you that's want remove like the religious um problematic stuff from it it's just she just lied <laughs> Yeah, and that's and she wasted cool. someone's time mm-hmm. when she knows her friend doesn't enjoy that or doesn't participate in the thing that she's inviting them to. And I assume not many people are brought up pagan these days because it's a relatively new thing that a lot of people are discovering paganism in their late teens and early twenties. So I'm going to assume that OP was not brought up pagan. Yeah, um, they might have been, but I'm going to assume that they didn't. Um, if this is in a Christian country, which again I assume it is, given the fact there's a lot of Christian friends around, um, OP might have a lot of church-related trauma because that's a really common thing. And while she's done well to make peace with Christians or their own people, they believe their own thing, whatever, it could actually be quite triggering to be sort of hoodwinked like that and find herself at a like a church event when. She's made a conscious decision to like separate herself from that community or that belief system. So it's lying and it's it's disrespectful to someone's personal freedom of choice, which I really don't agree with. Um, so yeah, I don't think she's the arsehole for saying that at all. I think that um she was well within her rights to say what she said to the person. Um it's difficult though, because like when I was faced with similar situations like this, so me and Cherish lived together, and at one point in our time living together, there was a friend of ours, um, a housemate of ours, who didn't really do this herself, but was active in the Christian groups on campus, and had friends who met me and then decided very quickly that I was going to be a bit of a project for them, mm-hmm. um, and would show up and question me a lot about my religious beliefs and really insult them <laughs> just like plain insult them to my face um and like ask me like if i feel any love in my like religious background and um you know basically just tell me that i was wrong which you know what to me to me they were wrong and to them i was wrong that's fine but you know they went about the whole little convert the heathen mission and it's difficult because as much as I felt these people were being really rude to me um I also knew that they thought they were doing the right thing Mm -hmm. I think that a lot of it's difficult because I think that people who try and convert to other religions and it's always fucking Christians um maybe caught fucking Christians (laughs) (laughs) um it's all it's often Christians that do this I know that they think they're doing the right thing, but at the same time, they really are quite misguided in what they're doing. Yeah. And it ain't for me. No. It obviously isn't for OP. 
Is there um I assume the consensus is that they weren't the arsehole. Yeah, that's the consensus. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. Um I think that the only sort of circumstance with it's like you would be the arsehole in this situation is if you actively said something discriminatory, which I don't really know how you would do that with a dominant group of people. Mm-hmm. Um obviously Christians are prosecuted persecuted in some parts of the world. But I'm assuming, again, assuming using context clues, this person's in a Christian dominant country. But that's not the case. Um, but yeah, not the asshole. I'd have said it too. I'd have probably said hail Satan or something as I walked out. Yeah. Yeah, I would have been like, I will burst into flames if you make me walk through the doors of this church. I cannot be in here. Honestly, I'd have been like, if I step through the door, the first thing I'm going to do is go on my phone and get up some gay porn immediately. Yeah. <laughs> and play it over the loudspeaker. <laughs> yeah, literally. It's like, I'm like, right, I'm going to go straight on Twitter to search someone's OnlyFans, get it up there, you know, supporting gay sex work in a bastion of anti-gay, anti-sex work. Mm-hmm. And that would have been my little protest, and the person probably would have had a heart attack. <laughs> and then I'd have been right in. I'm the asshole for sending my friend into cardiac arrest for playing gay porn in the church. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a really funny story. And I just know that Reddit, because like Reddit hates religion. Like it's it's quite well known that it's a very anti-religion platform. Um and I'm like, not the arsehole. And I'm like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm Your going turn, to Adam. Last one. And this is one that I have read before, and I actually did comment on this as well. Um, but there's also a little update. Um, so Am I the arsehole for not attending my husband's celebration dinner due to the restaurant not having anything I could eat? Mm. My husband has been working really hard the last two years to advance at his company and he finally got the promotion he's been after. Yay, husband. <laughs> I'm really, really proud of him. His parents are too and wanted to take us all out to dinner to celebrate. My husband absolutely loves Prime Rib and there's only one place in our area that serves it, so he picked that restaurant. Thing is, I'm not fond of steak. I'll eat it, but very rarely. I prefer chicken or fish. I looked at the menu before leaving, and right now they have a limited menu. The place only had one fish entree and two chicken entrees, and none of them sounded good for various reasons. I suggested that he pick someplace else so everyone can eat. If you said that we really go to this place, but the other places in our area, but we go to the other places in our area regularly, which is true, but those places have lots of variety so everyone can eat. He suggested that I ask that they prefer the fish or chicken without the marinade or sauces, but didn't want to be difficult for the kitchen staff. His next suggestion was that I order dessert while everyone else ate the entrees, and then when we were done, he would take me to where he wanted so I could eat dinner, while he and his kids ate dessert. I opted to just not go, because I didn't want to sit there not eating and not having a good time while everyone else was. My husband asked me to go so he could celebrate with the people most important to him. I told him no again and that he needed to get going before he was late. He did go, but came back a little over an hour later with the kids, and they all had to go boxes. He said he couldn't think of what to tell kids about why I didn't go, when they kept asking without lying or making me sound bad. So he just got an order for them to go and let the kids spend some time with their grandparents talking in the parking lot. I told him we should have stayed, but he said that I put him in a bad spot with the kids, and that I knew he wanted everyone there, and that I should have just got over my picky eating for one night. I maintain if he really wanted us all to eat dinner as a family, then he should have picked a restaurant with a more accommodating menu. Um, OP's the asshole. 
this is coming from someone who regularly has to go through this like go to places that is are not my favorite or that only have like two one or two things i can even eat on the menu because i'm vegetarian it's not that i just don't like steak or like prefer to eat chicken or fish like it's an actual dietary restriction but i still go to those restaurants and order the one thing i can eat because first of all this was a celebration for her husband and he gets to pick his favorite restaurant. I'm sorry, but it's not like there's nothing you can eat, OP. Like, I think she was making this all about her. And I honestly think she was a huge asshole in this. And I don't blame the husband for being like, I didn't know what to tell the kids, like, why you weren't coming. And I think she just ruined it for everybody. She could have just went and and he offered a really good solution. Like, why don't you just order dessert? Or order like a glass of wine or something. And then afterwards, we can go somewhere else. I don't know. She was being difficult. Literally, she's the arsehole. He was bending over backwards to accommodate her. Mm -hmm. He was making suggestions about, oh, you could ask the the staff to prepare the chicken or the fish without the marinades or sauces that you didn't like. Which, first of all, grow up. Just eat what you fucking eat and you stupid person. Mm -hmm. Um. Because she's never said once about any allergies here. She just doesn't like steak very much. Yeah. Um, which, like, he said you're not fond of it. Just suck it up for one meal or get a side salad or... Yeah, or get, get the chicken. Side. Yeah, or just get a glass of wine, like you said, or like the husband said, why don't you get, like, a dessert there or, you know, just do something else and we'll go somewhere else after. He is literally... Folding himself into knots so that she'll be there to celebrate something he's been working for for two years. Mm-hmm. She's just made it all about her. Mm-hmm. And it's like, how how much more can you be so self-centered than this? Like, it actually, it kind of baffles me. Like, I can't find my comment underneath now. I really comment on Reddit things, but this one really grinded my gears. And I basically said what you said. So... I don't eat beef. So in this situation, if it's steak and then like two chicken starters and a fish starter, that's my lot too. Because I I don't eat steak. I don't Mm -hmm. eat beef for religious reasons, as you know. If it was my partner or a family member or a friend who really wanted me there, you just deal. Yeah. You know, it's... I mean, like you and I are both, we're not fussy eaters. Um, Mm -hmm. But if you're going to put a... If you're going to put a limit on something that you're going to eat, like you're a vegetarian, I don't eat beef, um, you have to accept that there's just sometimes you're going to be in situations where you're not going to have the meal that you necessarily want to eat because they can, everyone else wants to go to places. Like a few weeks ago when I was last in Newcastle, seeing my sister's wedding venue, I was with her, my brother-in-law and his parents and we were in like Northumberland, which is lots of little villages. And we went to a carberry and it was a very small setup. I mean, you know what a carberry is, right? You know, it's just Sunday dinner, basically. Mm-hmm. And the only gravy they had was beef gravy. And I still wanted a Sunday dinner. And as a northerner, like it's the, the gravy is everything. Mm-hmm. But because the only option there was beef gravy, I had to have a dry Sunday dinner, which, you know, <laughs> it wasn't great, but I just got along. I just got on with it. It was no big deal. It's like, you know, it's one meal and she couldn't suck it up for one meal. And it's the fact that she just 
she could have just gone and not, if she was that bothered, she was just gone and had a glass of wine or like, you know, she didn't have to even eat anything. Yeah, they could have, she could have had dinner before they left. Yeah, she, or like, literally, they could have gone to like a drive-thru on the way home. Yeah. They could have, they could have even said to the kids, hey, let's just settle the bill here. We'll have dessert. We'll like go to McDonald's. We'll get you some McFlurries. And then she could have got like, um, I don't know, like chicken nuggets or whatever she wanted to eat. I'm guessing she has a juvenile palate like that, given how <laughs> she is. Um, you know, there's a million and one ways that this could have worked, and she just wasn't willing to make any sort of leeway. Um, I'm going to read the top comment, and then I'm going to read the update, because okay. I think both are good. So this top comment is the one that's got, like, the red box. It's got, like, a bunch of these, like, awards. So he quote the person, I shouldn't say he, the person who wrote the comment um, quotes bits of the post. Um, My husband absolutely loves prime rib, and there's only one place in our area that serves it, so we picked that restaurant. Sure, he's the man of the evening. Makes perfect sense he gets to eat his favourite thing. Thing is, I'm not fond of steak. So? Mm-hmm. I'll eat it really, but I prefer chicken or fish. And? I looked up the menu before leaving, and right now they have a limited menu. Okay, that's a shame, but so what? The place only had one fish entree and two chicken entrees, and none of them sounded good for various reasons. Thank you for listening to those various reasons for us to consider. Appreciate it. Couldn't agree more. I want to know why she wouldn't eat the things. Mm-hmm. I suggest that he pick someplace else so everyone can eat. If you said that we rarely go to this place, but go to other places in our area regularly, which is true. Oh, you suck so much. He suggested that if they could prepare the fish or chicken without the marinades or sauces, but I didn't want to be difficult for the kitchen staff. Why is it okay to be difficult for your husband regarding a dinner that has happened? is happening for the sole purpose of celebrating his achievement, but you're not okay with being difficult to the kitchen staff for whom making certain accommodations for guests is part of their job, period. Yeah. Why is your husband less worthy of that level of consideration and sacrifice? More to the point, why are you asking him to make that sacrifice? This comment is just chef's kiss. Mm-hmm. His next suggestion was that I ordered dessert while everyone else ate entrees, and then when he was done, he would take me where I wanted so I could eat dinner while the rest had while he and the kids had ate dessert. This man is bending over backwards to appease you, yet like I said, mm-hmm. just so he can do the one thing he wanted to do that he never gets to do. Do you see the problem here? So he quotes again. So I opted to not go because I didn't want to sit there not eating and not having a good time while everyone else was. I know I've said this before, but apparently needs repeating. You are a long time ago. We discovered, um, you see, sorry, you see, a long time ago, we discovered that the earth revolves around the sun and not, in fact, around your silly ass. Period. True. My husband asked me to go so he could celebrate with the people most important to him. I told him no again, and that needed to get, he needs to get going for it was late. I'm sorry, something seems to be wrong with your post. I know there are actual words there, but all I seem to read be able to read is me, 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 me. Mm-hmm. Well, yes. I maintain if he really wanted us to all eat dinner as a family, then he should have picked more a restaurant with a more accommodated menu. That's nice. I maintain that if you don't understand why all this makes you monstrously selfish, you have no business being married in the first place. Frankly, if you dislike your husband this much, so much that you could even can't even bear a single dinner of less than ideal choices for the sake of giving him a stress-free spotlight to celebrate under, well, I wonder why you're with him at all. You're the arsehole so many times over. Um, and then um, 
the edit is just like saying thank you for like, all the awards people gave them. So they did post a little update. It's only three lines. Mm-hmm. Some of the comments were pretty harsh, but a kick in the pants. I've apologized profusely to my husband, and I'm going to take him to that restaurant this weekend and buy him some camping gear he's been eyeing up as a start to making up to him, to up to him and changing course. Um, I'm just wondering what other things she's not willing to compromise on. You know. Yeah, I mean, like this is this is such a small thing to not compromise over. I know. Like, really, it's it's tiny. Mm-hmm. And there's just that point blank refusal. It um yeah, it does make me think like I wonder how long she's been able to get away with stuff like this. Yeah. Because if I was in a relationship with someone and they were doing this, like say I wanted to go and celebrate at like, I don't know, like a Thai restaurant because I love Thai food and they don't eat anything spicy. First of all, I probably wouldn't be with them because that's a bit of an ick. But um and I pro- I wouldn't be making all the options available that like Opie's husband was I wouldn't be like throwing out all these suggestions just so she would go I'd be like right fuck you I'm going anyway mm-hmm. so it makes me think that like this is a regular sort of thing and he's kind of got himself into the headspace where he's like right I need to like I need to pull out all the stars just social like no play nice yeah it's not looking good yeah and I mean, like, in the update, yeah, she admits she's the arsehole. Oh, by the by, the consensus is that she's the arsehole. Shocker. Um, but being like, oh, well, I'm going to take him then now, and I'm going to buy him some camping gear. You still ruined his night. I know. You still ruined his celebration, like, for something he was working for two years for. Over it's like, food. Yeah, literally. Over, not even food that, like, you know, she can't eat for whatever reason. Like, she's got allergies, she's vegetarian, she's got a religious requirement. She just doesn't really like steak. I'm sorry, but I mean, steak is always served with like fries and stuff as well. You could have literally just got a plate of fries. I know. Yeah. There had to be something on the menu that she could fucking eat. Yeah. Literally. She's going to a steakhouse. They don't, they're not hard places to accommodate people. Like whenever me and my family take my nan out to eat because she's got a very limited palate, she only. We always take it to the same steak place. Obviously, there's not a lot there that I can eat, but there are options. Yeah. I can make it work. And, you know, it's really, it's not difficult to do. In my comment, like, I can't find it now, but I said, look, I'm in a family of people who don't follow the same diet that I do because they're all Mm non-Hindu. But And that means that I've been in situations before where we've gone to an establishment where the options for me are limited, but you got to just you got a deal. Simple as that. It's like, and this isn't even for any sort of significant reason. It's just because you don't like that food, which exactly children and you're acting like a toddler. Yeah. That's embarrassing as hell. If I was, I, he has to be so fed up with her over the years. Yeah. Cause she sounds like a miserable bitch. Yeah. And like, I don't even feel bad about saying that because she is the asshole and she's, that's like one of the stories, like that one, and then the um. Actually, to be fair, quite a few of these stories have really like burnt me up today. Yeah. Um, but like, no, just she's awful. Yeah, it's horrible, and the poor kids like caught in the middle. Like, why isn't mom here? Yeah, literally, they're like, but, and the fact that he didn't just say, "Oh, she's like, 
didn't just give him a straight up answer. He's still working hard, even when he's already going to be really disappointed that his wife isn't at the celebration dinner. He's still working really hard to like protect her image from the kids. This guy is a saint. Yeah, seriously. He's literally, he is a saint. And I hope that he like, I hope that he gets to eat a prime rib every damn day of his life. <laughs> just this alone. Like, I know. I am so on his side. Me too. Because like, I mean, I know we said at the beginning, like a lot of the, um, a lot of the threads are like, it's quite clear, like there's an arsehole or not an arsehole on the um on the the posts on this subreddit but like there's only a handful that i think have quite the um oh god you are really awful like i'm looking at another um comment now that's got like another box around it like a red box Mm -hmm. saying you're the arsehole selfish and a poor partner don't lie it wasn't that there was nothing you could eat there was nothing you wanted you were also too scared to ask the staff for a substitution. It's one dinner. You won't starve. You don't eat anything on the plate, nor will it poison you. Your husband doesn't get to go to this restaurant he likes often because he is honouring your wishes most of the time. But you can't deal with it for him one time. You basically told your family, my food preferences are more important than your feelings or supporting you. Then you left your husband the awkward spot of having to try and lie for you. Because if you told everyone the real reason you missed the dinner, they'd be calling you an asshole like this entire thread is. Apologise and learn that sometimes you don't get everything exactly how you want it. Period. Yeah, exactly. He is a piece of work. Uh, yeah. Just fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Just delete your account. <laughs> yeah, really. Did she really think and, like, people were going to agree with her? Yeah, like... That's the thing that I think, like, surely a lot of people who post on, like, these threads, it's like, I mean, people obviously active with the, their own interests and heart, whatever. And I wonder, a lot of the time, do people post on these threads thinking that everyone's like, oh, no, you weren't the asshole. Like, that's fine. And then get a really rude awakening. Well, she said, actually, it was a rude awakening, like, in her update. But it's like, how did you write out that entire post? It was well written as well, so read it back for spelling mistakes, I assume. And thought, you know what? Reddit's going to be on my side in this one. Post. I know. Seriously, no self-awareness. It has to be really far gone. Yeah. It's, I mean, I'm I'm just getting more and more heated the more I think about it. (laughs) Like, you know what? I hate mushrooms. Absolutely hate them. They knock me sick. Cherish, if you get a great job and you invite me to a mushroom shack, <laughs> I will still go. And even if everything on the menu is mushrooms, I will just eat before I go. And yeah. that's the point I'm making to you here and now. Exactly. Because you're a good friend. Because I'm not an entitled asshole. Oh, just the entitled... No, it's getting me too annoyed. <laughs> okay. Well, we've each read our three stories, gave our verdicts. Let us know what you guys think if you have any thoughts about these Am I the Asshole posts or if you have any Am I the Asshole posts that you want to share with us or some of your own, you can email them to us at theicpatrol at gmail.com or DM us on Instagram at theicpatrol. This was a kind of a unique, different episode than what we normally do. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. 
yeah, we weren't talking about ourselves really, which is not usual for us on this podcast. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I hope everyone got a nice respite of that. But um, just a little note as well, guys. We are wishing all of you the happiest holidays that you can have. Obviously, things this time of year can be really hectic. And um, I think with the way the world is right now as well, it can be really difficult. Um, and the holidays can be a lot of extra stress. So just remember to take some time for you. Um, try to not be the asshole at Christmas because there are, there is always one. Mm-hmm. Um, we get happy holidays. Stay safe, guys. And not sure when the next episode will be out, but we'll probably see you in the new year, 2023. Yes. Thank you for listening to the Ick Patrol. Happy holidays. Bye-bye.